Welcome to PracticeLink On Air. We help physicians find their first or next practices and manage their career transitions. Let's get started. As a physician starting the recruitment process, you're going to want every aspect to go as smoothly as possible. From getting your CV into shape, to communicating with recruiters, to preparing for site interviews, there are lots of moving parts to manage, and many physicians wonder at some point whether they're doing everything right. There are some common pitfalls to avoid, and there are also some easy ways to make sure you make the best impression possible at every stage of the process. Hi, I'm Laura Hammond, Director of Content at PracticeLink. I met up with Mark Duyard, Senior Physician Recruiter at Bay Health, to talk about simple ways to make the recruiting process go more smoothly. We discuss how and when physicians should approach compensation talks, mistakes to avoid when communicating with recruiters by text or email, and the importance of asking specific questions on your on-site interview. Okay, pick from our card pile conversation starters. Do I read the question? You go right ahead. Are you an early bird or a night owl, and what do you enjoy doing during that golden time? Mm. I am an early bird, and I go to the gym early every morning. Do you? Very yep. good. What yep. is your uh, What is your exercise of choice there? Um, spin class, elliptical, mm-hmm. some obviously strength training. Mm-hmm. Very so, good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, so today we're going to play Mad Libs. Okay. So that's where I say something and then stop, and you fill in the rest of the blanks. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. All right. When physicians send in their CVs, I wish they would... Put their contact information on the top front page. They don't? Uh, Oftentimes, you have to go hunting for it. Mm, So that's name? Name, address. Well, address isn't so important, but name, telephone number, email address. Mm. And the second most important thing is what they're doing right now. Really? Yeah. So if they're a current, if they're currently in training or if they're currently in practice, you want whatever that is right up front and center. Right. Because it, particularly with practicing doctors, oftentimes they'll list all their training and their medical school and stuff on the front page and they have to sort of go hunting to find out where they're working and what they're doing. I see. So that makes it easier to have a conversation with them right. then and to find out what they're looking for next. Mm-hmm. And whether they even <laughs> match up with what you're trying to fill. Yeah. So I've heard that another thing that's really important is the MD or DO at the end of their name. Is that important to you? It's not important to me except in the fact that if I was going to address them or send them an email, I wouldn't want to address an MD as a DO or a DO as an MD. I see, I see. So being clear and Mm -hmm. giving as much information as you can is helpful. (laughs) Okay, here's the second one. When a candidate replies to one of my emails, I wish they would include their CV or tell me a good time to get back in touch with them. Okay, so when they're sending their CV, is there a particular file format that's better than others? Word or PDF Mm -hmm. is usually best. Okay, and a good time to get back with them. Is that for a phone conversation or what happens next? Well, generally when we get a CV, we'll review it and then we'll call the candidate and do a telephone screen or a screening interview. And so um, most of the time those are done later in the day or early in the evening, but it depends on what their schedule is. Okay. So. 
Okay. You don't want to call them when they're in the middle of a procedure. <laughs> Hopefully they wouldn't answer. <laughs> I've, I've, had, I've had that happen. Really? Anyway, yeah. Yep. And does that uh, make you excited for their dedication or afraid for the outcome? <laughs> A little bit of both, but more afraid than excited. <laughs> I can I can see that as a as a patient, I'm not sure I would want my right. I, I wouldn't want them to know that I wouldn't want to know that their job looking for a job while I'm uh, right. being operated on. Okay, when texting a physician recruiter, I wish candidates would give me their name because their phone number I may not have their name logged into my contact, so a number comes up and I don't know necessarily who it is. I have to mm. make an association game between the telephone and the... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, well, between the phone number and who I may have talked to. Okay, so don't take caller ID for granted. Because right. if they're not in your contacts, you might not know who they are. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't want to give somebody the wrong interview day or time. That would That's be, correct. That would be bad. Um, okay, to a site interview, Physicians should bring extra copies of their CV. Okay. A smile and lots of questions. Lots of questions. So what kinds of questions have the best candidates asked your team? Um, oftentimes uh, the best questions are probably related to how do the physicians work together within the practice hmm. and communication between you know the group in the hospital or um, uh, you know, if it's a specialty practice, what is their referral base, where does that come from, um, and, and those types of things, things that are specific to that type of practice. Mm -hmm. That shows that they've done their homework. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, is there anything that physicians ask that you maybe wish that they didn't? I'm trying to, th I'm, <laughs> there's probably a long list somewhere, but I can't think of anything off the top sure, of my head. Sure. But, uh, um, I've had a lot of doctors interviewing candidates that ask questions that I wish they hadn't asked. I see, yes, yes. There's definitely a, an art to it on both sides of mm -hmm. the interview table, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when a resident is in training, mm -hmm. how early is too early? Let me rephrase that. How soon should they start their job search? A year or two ahead of time, 12 to 18 months. Um, depending. Um, if you're a subspecialist, um, we've contracted people two years out. Two years? Yep. Just and so they... got somebody who wants to be in our market area and they've come in and interviewed and they're committed to that particular geographic area, then we will make the commitment to hire them. We've just uh, signed an OBGYN who will start in 2019. Wow. So they had to start their job search even before that two year time period. They mm -hmm. knew mm -hmm. what they wanted and mm -hmm. went and got it. Yeah, and you know, geographic location I think has a lot to do with that in terms of, you know, someone wants to be in a particular area. Mm -hmm. That motivates them maybe to start a little earlier. And yeah, and, and to get in ahead of the competition, so to speak. Ah, I see, I see. So, are there any benefits besides knowing exactly where you're going to um, starting your job search that early? I think it's specific to the physician. If you've got a particular area that you want to be in geographically or you're looking for a particular type of practice like an academic position or something, I don't think it's it works to your disadvantage to start early. I think it's um, 
you know, helpful to make those connections and to reach out to people. Not everybody's going to commit from an organizational standpoint that early, but for us it made sense because where we are in, in Delaware, it's not, uh, there aren't a lot of people signed up that want to move to central Delaware. Mm -hmm. So when you have somebody who's interested in the area and they meet your criteria, then it makes sense to lock them down. Sure, sure. Sounds like it's a win for both the both position parties, and right. the organization mm -hmm. if you can get mm -hmm. it. So. One of the things that we help residents understand is that part of their um, part of their job search process should be trying to get a feel from residents that have just graduated, from um, other colleagues, uh, what their fair market value is, so that they mm -hmm. have a healthy understanding of what their compensation is going to be, mm -hmm. and can evaluate an opportunity with that being part of the components. Mm -hmm. um, how how can they go about that though? Probably the industry benchmark that a lot of people use is MGMA information, which is available online or they can probably get from their program. Mm -hmm. um, there are, I mean, as a hospital system, we use a couple of different sources, Sullivan and Cotter, MGMA, and a few other things in terms of benchmarking and developing, you know, numbers for a compensation package. But MGMA is probably a recognized benchmark um, for getting a ballpark anyway of what compensation might look like and what okay. they can what they can think of and when does that conversation usually come up when is the compensation number or discussion uh, addressed either from a, an employer standpoint or the physician standpoint well, we often have time oftentimes have people ask about it early on in the interview pro or in the even in the screening process mm. um, and we may or may not give a ballpark generally we don't like to commit to any kind of a compensation number until we've actually met the person sure and you know got an idea of whether they're not going whether or not they're going to fit mm -hmm. um, you know one of the things that I would caution people about is throwing a number out there ahead of time and saying I'm looking to make you know XYZ without determining a whether or not that's realistic for the area or for you know what it is that they're looking for um, nobody likes to hire somebody who's taking a job because of the money mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's such a, a hard topic I know we um, have spoken with some recruiters who say you know I I don't want to waste their time and mm -hmm. they don't want to waste my time so we have to talk about it but mm -hmm. talking about it first thing is kind of souring on both parties and mm -hmm. Is it more of an art than a science of trying to figure out when exactly to bring it up? Yeah, I mean, generally I will bring it up and, and, and provide a, a ballpark for people, um, you know, before they make the commitment to spend the time and come and interview with us. But it's a general ballpark. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we've had, I've gotten emails from candidates saying back, well, you know, I'm looking for, you know, this, which in my mind is an unrealistic number, and if you're not going to provide that, then I'm not interested in mm. it. You know, I would caution people not to mm -hmm. sort of lock themselves into that because sure. they're not going to get a lot of telephone calls back. Right, right. And they may be missing an opportunity that would be perfect in every way. And their expectations are probably unrealistic. I mm. mean, what you're going to make in the central part of the country and what you're going to make in the eastern part of the country or on the west coast, for that matter, the coast is... Mm -hmm. Generally, it could be in some specialty significantly different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in that case, it sounds like they'll really have to compare all the different facets of the job, the mm -hmm. location, the community, how the colleagues are, mm -hmm. and compensation is a piece of that. And, right. And not write off a job too soon or you know, right. not a Money's important, but 
it shouldn't be the most important thing because as an employer, um, we look at that and think that, well, you know, as soon as you get a better offer someplace else, you're going to leave. And we're in this for the long term. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about that too, about how um, staff position recruiters in particular are mm -hmm. recruiting for their communities and that you're recruiting the physicians who are going to be taking care of your family and friends. And right. You're and wanting them to stick around. <laughs> see them in the grocery store and be part of the community. So mm -hmm. you want them to come for the right reasons. Right, right, right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to oh, speak you're with more us than welcome. today. My and, pleasure. And uh, you can join us anytime at practicelink.com. Thanks for listening to PracticeLink On Air, where we help physicians find their first or next practices and manage their career transitions. For more helpful resources and jobs in more than 5,000 communities, visit us at practicelink.com.